welcome to the Push Pull Sales and Marketing Podcast. I'm Marcella. And I'm Sherry. In each episode, we provide you with sales and marketing strategies that you can implement immediately into your own business. Today, we're going to be talking about using Instagram for business. But real quick, we want to remind you about our resources page on the website. If you go to pushpullsales.com slash resources, you can find a whole list of books there. Um, we've used the Amazon affiliate link so that it helps out the show a little bit. Um, but they are all books that we have read and stayed behind for sure. And if you don't like reading, we also recommend a couple of the great courses and audiobooks as well. Yep. So you can check that out, pushpullsales.com slash resources. But like I said, for today, we're going to be talking about using Instagram for business. And um, it's just Marcella and I today. We've had a lot of guests lately. So we're gonna um, kicking it old school. Yeah, <laughs> come back here to uh, Marcella and I for a little while. Um this one, I'm curious to see what kind of questions Marcello comes up with. Um, but I've really um, been interested in a lot of this lately and have been using a lot of Instagram um, for various websites. Um, we obviously use, use it for push-pull sales. Um, I just launched a new parenting podcast with with um, a partner and uh, we're doing really well on Instagram off the bat, my personal Instagram. Um, we also have one for our town that we live in. I started one for a local community that has really taken off. Um, so, and I've done it for um, a couple other people that I've worked for, um, people that I've helped with their website and their blogging and their social presence. I've, I've launched Instagram pages for them. And I feel like through all of the trial and error, launching um, a whole variety in different topics, um, in different industries, I feel like there's still a couple things that really hold true and that you can grow your audience on Instagram um, and really make it worth your while. Um, so Something that I wanted to touch on um, initially, because I think it's hard when we're talking about social media and stuff, we, if we're thinking about face, Facebook or Twitter, a lot of times the thing that comes up is like click through rates. Like why, if I'm posting to this channel, I'm posting there so that people go to my website and we need to shift our thinking a little bit. In that regard, because while it's very valuable to have people go to our website, um, they're just not going to a lot of the time. Less and less people want their content. They want to consume their content on the platform that they're already on. Um, so longer form Facebook content has been doing well, but then the same goes for Instagram. So don't, don't think that Instagram isn't working for you just because people aren't clicking over to your website. Um, as you probably are aware, um, Instagram, you can't use URLs in the comments currently. You know, you can have it in your bio, um, but people aren't going to then click to your bio and click through to the site very often. They do it, um, but you're not seeing really high rates. So the point of posting to Instagram isn't necessarily to drive traffic to your website. It is um, basically to build brand awareness, the to be thing. there on the plat platform in and of itself, Um Go ahead. I have a little bit more to say about that, but yeah, well, go like ahead. The whole, the fact that, yeah, so you say link in the bio, so that also becomes problematic too, because, you know, people might be interacting, especially because Instagram has kind of changed things up where you can check a hashtag and see something that might be a little right. bit older. So, I mean, I'm not right. going to... Right, if you I'm posted gonna, to like a specific post, 
yeah, I'm not going to name names, but there's a uh, social media company that had a whole thing and clink, link in the bio and the link in the bio yeah. took you to a dead link. And this is for a quote unquote uh, social media company. Right. Um, well, and I've been guilty of that, too. Like, I'll say, like, go see this full post about this and links in the bio. But if no, but you don't then, you don't make mistakes. So that's no, not, but I mean, then if they come back and look at it two weeks later, yeah, it's it, not going to be the same link anymore. So. I do understand why. Um, what about sponsored? Sponsored, can you? What do you mean? Take, like if you do like a sponsored post on Instagram, like or a promoted post, whatever, whatever you call it. Oh, right. So if you pay for you an ad, you get you get a button underneath your ad. So uh, underneath a picture, you can have it say like "Learn more" or "Download now" or. Um, like an actionable thing right underneath. So if you're paying for an ad, it's a little bit different. Um, but the thing about Instagram is it's it can it's just continual brand awareness. So let's take a company like Buffer, um, which you know I've recommended to a lot of people um, for social media scheduling type stuff. Um, they do not post their own images necessarily they're fine they're curating images that they think their audience will like to see we like to see pretty pictures whether it's a beautifully organized desk whether it's a cabin in the mountain whether it's um you know a pretty lake they've they have a common theme I don't like and a common desk. thread i know you don't but i do um <laughs> they have a common theme throughout their feed. And the point of that is that people will follow them for the pretty pictures. And as they're scrolling through their feed, they will keep seeing Buffer. They will just keep noticing. Buffer is not sending them anywhere, but they're staying top of mind. And I think that's something that Instagram is really, really good for um, because people love to browse through. People are very um, engaged on Instagram. Even if they're not doing anything, they're at least taking the time to see what you're posting and they're taking the time to see who's posting it. So, so in terms of time and effort invested on Instagram, you would compare that to like, for example, you know, like when you have, you know, Britney Spears, Dave Chappelle, either, you know, selling Coke or Pepsi or anything like that. It's hard to put like a, a direct correlation between like, well, yeah, I'm drinking more Pepsi because I saw Britney Spears drinking it or, you know, Dave Chappelle, whatever, had a commercial with that, but just keeping that top of mind because it's hard to have that direct correlation. I would compare that more to because there are Instagram influencers like there's, you know, the Instagram models that'll like promote products that that then that product sales will go up because somebody saw the Instagram model wearing that necklace and and she tagged the company. So they'll go check it out. But as far as like posting your own stuff, people get stuck in this thing a lot of times where they're like, what am I going to post to Instagram? Like maybe my uh, my day is just in a cubicle. Or my day is in a warehouse or, um, you know, I'm, I'm podcasting from my house. Like, what am I gonna, what's my day gonna be about? What am I gonna, what am I gonna post to Instagram that anybody would remotely care about? And that's where you can think outside of the box a little bit. Um, you can do the pretty quotes, which we do a lot on our Instagram. We just do quotes. You know, People those are really big like on those. Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Um, we've been doing that for the for Adore Them, the new parenting site. It's just all quotes, and, and people love it. Um, you know, you can 
have other things like our the community Instagram that we run um, is just pictures from the local community. So we can go out and grab a whole bunch in one day and then kind of sporadically post them. Um, so that'll actually but, transition into another question I have for you then, especially because we have so many different Instagrams. So let's say you are Nick, the State Farm guy. Mm-hmm. Do you have a Nick, the State Farm guy, and that's just like your insurance stuff, or do you have like personal and and business mixed together? When do you separate them, if you would? Yeah. So this is something that I've run across a lot. I feel like in our when we've run across in our own lives a lot, and I think it depends how much overlap there's going to be between the audience. Um, the people that listen to the podcast, this podcast probably don't care to see three pictures a day of my kids. Um, They're really cute. They are really cute. But on my personal Instagram, it's kind of branded that way, that you know that I'm a stay-at-home mom and I do freelance writing and podcasting and whatever else um, from home. And that's that's part of, like, my personal brand. However, push-pull sales is really, like, you know, the motivating quotes and the sales quotes and the, the practical advice. Um, so that that belongs over there. If it was an insurance guy, I think absolutely, because you're going to be working one-on-one with this guy, that it's okay to be a little bit more personable and kind of mix the personal and the insurance together. It's something that maybe you could do a lot of videos on that kind of Instagram page so that people understand who you are, where you're coming from, and what kind of advice you have to offer. Um, And one thing. But it's a level of comfort, too. If you're not comfortable sharing the personal stuff with your potential clients, that's okay. You don't have to. It it really, you know, a part of it, I don't think there's any hard and fast rules when it comes to that. And one thing to uh, to preference, if you are Nick, the state farm guy or anything like that, depending on your industry, you do have to check for obviously compliance reasons and everything that with your own company. Right. Um, see what kind of policy that, that they already have in place. You don't want to kind of get get something going and get and get momentum and then your company says no I don't want you I don't want you to do that or no we have a strict policy against that and you know don't don't always look at the company too for for you know restricting certain things as, as right. necessarily a negative thing you have to work within the confines that you have but but you'll, you'll find overall that most companies aren't aren't overly restrictive on that I mean I think of an industry where, where that would definitely help is um uh, if you're in car sales or anything like that, yeah, I mean, absolutely too. Or maybe like, you know, cause I've seen people use Facebook, they say, Hey, I have like a big deal or I'm close, you know, like to like getting a bonus well, or something like right. that. Or, or even just like, Hey, I need someone to come in and move cars for, for 30 minutes. So right. again, you don't know. But the difference though, I feel like with Instagram is that anything that's promotional mm-hmm. really doesn't seem to do well on Instagram. The second that you say, like, here's a sale or here's, you know, my latest thing or whatever, people are just there to kind of catch up with life, look at some pretty pictures, glean a little bit of information, and, and- read some quotes, but but really keep it, you can you can kind of give that right hook as Gary Bean would say every once in a long while but yeah, Instagram I, is not a good platform for that and that's one thing like it was it was well balanced so like there'd be a picture of like a new car or whatever like on the lot yeah. or like a picture of like whatever yeah. like like hey I just sold this or hey like like I, I think this feature is really cool or something like that and you're not like yeah. directly directly selling that but then in the same token when I keep looking at that 
when it does come time for me to buy a car, I'm be like, yeah. oh yeah, I do want to talk to right. Uh, it's top of mind, job. right? And and being able to balance that with personal photos and stuff too helps it be top of mind. You're a little bit more comfortable. You're you're more likely to ask him a couple more questions. The inventory is a really great idea. If you're a car salesman, you're getting new cars on the lot um, or new cars are driving off the lot, whatever it is. I mean, just keeping people interested in that and up to date with that. Um, you know, there is a consignment store near us that I had never heard of before, but somehow it showed up on my Instagram because somebody, I don't know, I found it, I found it somehow and it was a local consignment store and I started browsing through, I was basically online shopping on Instagram. I would have never stepped foot in that store, but I saw a table that I liked and I was considering just driving over and buying that table because I saw it on Instagram. People are on their phones. where, Where would we put this table? It was before we got our new kitchen table. Okay. I'm like, where, what are you talking about? <laughs> we okay. just, we finally got a kitchen table that fits in our little nook kitchen area. Uh, but yeah, prior to that, I was doing all sorts of research everywhere. Um, so if you're running, you know, that kind of thing, anything like a resale store, anything, why not post your inventory? Um you know, if you're a small business, like keep people up to date of what you have. Um, otherwise, they kind of just forget about you. They're not reading local magazines or um, they're not looking at local ads, but they're scrolling through Instagram. It kind of gives someone too, like an actual glimpse of your store. Like uh, yeah. I, I know a guy I, I grew up uh, wrestling with and he has a, a jewelry store. And he does a phenomenal job with that too. Like you see yeah. everything and it's like, yeah. Oh wow! Like I really like that. Like oh wow, that is a really nice piece. And you wouldn't like rather you than like think driving that- there and risking it and not knowing if you're going to like anything and being bothered by a sales associate. You don't know like what it's going to be. But and the if outside you- of the store is completely different than, than the inside of the store too. Like you, huh. you, you wouldn't even like, yeah. know that you'd have like those kind of pieces in there. Yeah, you know. So in terms of like attention and where everything is to Instagram versus Snapchat, I feel like Instagram is really continuing to grow. I think people were starting to head over to Snapchat and then Instagram stories came out and people said, eh, never mind. It's easier for me to just stay here where I already have my audience. Um, and, and Snapchat is still going me. strong um, for sure. But it, but Instagram did a really good job adapting. They were saying like, oh, people wanted, because Instagram turned into a place where your pictures have to be pretty. They have to look nice. Um, they have to go together. Like, it feels like there's a lot of brain power that goes into it. And that wasn't the original intention necessarily, but that's what it turned into. And Snapchat was a place where people could just post stuff that looked a little ugly, but was real. This is my life here and now with a cat filter on my face. Um, so Instagram was like, all right, well, you want here and now, like... We can do that. So they incorporated the Instagram stories, and Are people have been taking in, in advantage stories? of that. Can you put filters over there? Yeah, nothing, nothing too, nothing too crazy. So it's just really basic. So it is kind of nice. Um, How many people are on myself included that would have said like, I don't understand Instagram. Like, why would you like? I don't know. Like, have like an eight hundred dollar phone with like a super duper camera that like makes realistic photos to make it look like a picture that was taken in nineteen forty. Yeah. Well. So how many people have have jumped on on board with that like now like where where it is more universally accepted? 
what's more universally accepted. Instagram, like how many people, like how recently has that growth been or has that been a steady growth or was there like a surge? Oh, I forget what the stats were, but Instagram was like one of the fast, like I think they were the fastest to hit a million users or something. There was some stat where like they grew faster than any social platform before it and probably since then. I think they still really, you, you know, they just blew up. Instagram models for attention then? What's up? How do you, how do, you do that? So that's the other thing. You don't need it's it's easy to get overwhelmed by the Instagram accounts that have millions and millions of followers. Every single picture they post gets thousands of likes. And it's easy to get caught up in that and feel like, you know, you're not making a dent. However, most normal people <laughs> realize that it's hard to build a following and that a couple people paying attention to your pictures, a couple loyal people, you you might notice the same five to 10 people like all of your posts. Um, And that's valuable as well. What I wanted, the unique thing about Instagram is that um, you absolutely should be using hashtags and they can really get your stuff in front of people who would not have seen it otherwise. Any of the other things, people have to know who you are and then go find you on on social media for a lot of things. Um, With Instagram, they can be easily browsing a hashtag or a subject or whatever it might be. They go down the Instagram rabbit hole and they find a picture of yours. And then they click over to your profile. And if they like what your layout looks like, they might follow you. Um, How many hashtags is too much? You... You can have 30, and I say use them. Like, oh, so why it's no not? So, to the point where it's so not like you're Twitter not, where you're like, not, if you have like too many hashtags, it's, it's annoying if you have like. No, so you're not putting it in your description underneath your picture. Um, you are doing your description, and then your first comment is all 30 of your hashtags. And, that, and that's okay. Like, it, it has the same weight. There's no Instagram isn't isn't punishing people. Oh, you mean the hashtags have the same weight if it's not in the description? Correct. Right. It's still if they're in the comment of the picture, the picture is visible via that hashtag. And that's if you make that comment. What is if you hashtag someone else's thing? Um, I believe it used to be that it would show up. I believe it's still that way. So if, like, but the thing like- is, since I use thirty hashtags. You don't know. I don't think anybody else can comment a hashtag because I filled it up. Because, uh, yeah, because there are some people that, like, will post, like, really nice pictures. They don't put any hashtag. You can only, like, tag someone in it, right? Like, or, like, comment with that person so they can see it. Like, if you want, like, more people to see it. Like, like, let's say it's, like, I don't know, like, really, like, like pizza or something like that. And you want to do, like, hashtag food is life. Yeah. Can Or pizza is life, I guess. Yeah. Other people would be able to see it. If I did it on someone else's picture. Right. I think so. That's what I'm saying. I think that's still the case. Let us know. Experiment. Play around with it a little bit. Like if you posted a picture of pizza and I commented pizza is life and then I went to the hashtag pizza is life, your picture will show up. So do your hashtag research. And a lot of this is just going on Instagram. Go to the search um, go to like the hashtag search and let's say for push pull sales, I'll just search the hashtag sales up at the top. It gives me a whole bunch of other related keywords that might fit into that. Or if I'm going around and I'm looking at, you know, some other business related, um, Instagram accounts, which types of hashtags are they using, which seem to be working well. I pick a couple of like the ones that, you know, like sales, 
my picture is going to get pushed down to the bottom a lot faster under the sales hashtag because so many people are using it. Mm -hmm. If I use a longer um, keyword, like a longer hashtag, um, like maybe sales advice, my picture might be more visible for longer um, to not as many people. So just like you would do with SEO, kind of balance the um, the more obscure hashtags with the really broad ones and put together a collection. So put together 30 hashtags. Then what you're going to do so you don't have to type them out every time or copy paste them every time into that first comment you're going to go to your phone settings. I know what it is for the iPhone. I'm not sure what it is for an Android, but you can create a keyboard shortcut. So it's like settings, general, keyboard, text replacement. And you can go in there and say that if you type um, a phrase, if I would, I can say my shortcut is push-pull tags. If I type in push-pull tags in Instagram, it'll auto-populate all 30 of my key, of my hashtags and for that. And you can use that, too, for other stuff. So, like, I use that, for example, um, I have a couple, or, or fairly frequently, I have to reference something that's, like, a registered or copywritten. So, like, mm-hmm. it'll automatically put the phrase and, like, the register or, like, put the phrase and the actual trademark so that way you don't have to like go and find it in the actual keyboard. So it definitely helps save a lot of time. Yeah, for um, sure. Yeah, if you set it up the right way. With that. Um, so yeah, since I have so many Instagram accounts that I'm running, I just have my little key key uh, like you know short codes now, that I put edit in for a everything. Once it's ready in, in Instagram, you correct? can't. You can edit a description. You can't edit a comment. So if okay. you wanted to change it, which you know you can do after the fact. The nice part about putting the keywords in the comments mm-hmm. is that if later on I feel like I've gotten all the use I can out of those keywords, can I can just go in and delete them if I want. Delete the comment and then put a new. new you can put new hashtags in um, Instagram. It used to be that when you put the hashtag, your picture like went to the top, mm-hmm. but now it's only the date of the picture is where it is in the timeline of the hashtag. Okay. So the point I wanted to make with the hashtags especially is that people will be able to find you um, that they wouldn't have seen you otherwise. The case in point for this one was the reason that Tom Hopkins people reached out to us was because they found us on Instagram and saw that we had pretty decent engagement and they they wanted him was on that, the podcast. Was that why? Because he, yep. he she he said fo- we found you on Instagram. Oh, he followed me on Twitter too. I wasn't sure if that which came first the the yeah. the, 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 the Twitter or the Instagram or the, the email. The they egg. reached out and they said we found you found you on Instagram. We're trying to build his following. Oh. That's really cool. Like to come on the podcast. So you don't, and that being said, I forget what we're up to. We're over a thousand, I think, by a little bit on Instagram, a thousand followers. So by no means is that, are those huge numbers in, in you know, Instagram influencer terms. Yeah, but, but it made, made a huge impact. And it's people that are looking specifically sure. for that kind of stuff. If I wanted to look at, Instagram models, for example, I bet there's a lot more uh, able-bodied males that are looking <laughs> for that kind of stuff. Right. right. Um, Absolutely. Or, or, or like humorous stuff too. Like I feel like there's just a bunch yeah. of that. There's not as much. Yeah. You know, serious, serious stuff. And again, you sure. could, you know, you'd rather 
I'd rather be, you know, like the, I'd rather be the top, I'd rather be the top dog in, in whatever I'm trying to, you know, whatever field I'm at than, than really just trying to be at the bottom of like a million other people. You know, you don't want to be where, where, sure. where there's too much competition, where everything's crowded. So you're really covering well in terms of, uh, and we talked about this in other podcasts too, you know, where to play and how right. to win. So it seems like you have a very good understanding of. Right. Like we're not, the of, podcast is not on Pinterest. Pinterest is the number one driver for my parenting websites it is not where we're playing for push bulls as a marketing. Yeah. I have, well, uh, I, I mean, don't, I don't, I don't see Pinterest. No, that's Pinterest. what I'm saying. No. So it's, but Instagram I think is often viewed as like, Oh, that's just for, for kids or I don't know. I don't understand or this, that, and the other. So it is important to, to post things that look nice. Um, but don't let that, totally overwhelm you like there are ways you can curate other people's pictures and with their permission repost stuff from your audience if you already have an engaged audience the easiest instagram account that i built up was for an author and she already had a great audience she was working on her i believe 13th book and people were already engaged with her it was so easy to build an instagram following for her they loved to follow her um, because they loved her content already. So if you already have an audience, maybe you can just repost the things they're posting. You can reach out to them and, and create content that way. Um, but I wanted to touch on the following a little bit. Um, if we had done this episode even a little while ago, my advice here would be a little bit different because I was playing around with using um, apps that automatically follow and unfollow people on Instagram. Building a following on Instagram, um, when it comes down to it, is you're gonna, you're just gonna have to do some of that. You're gonna have to do some of the following and unfollowing accounts. Um, but those third party apps that do that are now uh, um, in violation of Instagram's terms and guidelines or whatever. Um, so don't do that. You don't want to get your account suspended, but you can still do it manually. I think they allow you to like follow 50 people an hour, I think is their like is their cap. But what you want to do is as you're building your Instagram account, go look at other similar accounts in your industry that are doing a good job, that have a good following, and you go to their by their profile, you click on their followers, like who's following them and you just follow the people that are following them. You know that they're already interested in the topic. You know that they're already engaged on Instagram and comment? you're just, I'm oh, going to no. get to that. Okay. You will. Okay. So, so following <sighs> is, I feel like the people you follow are more likely to follow you back. Um, however, then that, you know, it's a tough game of like, you don't want to be the Instagram account that follows a thousand people and has a hundred followers. Um, so you're trying to balance that. You should absolutely be engaging genuinely with the community. So I will go to a hashtag, maybe I'll just go to hashtag sales. And if I'm watching TV, I'll just like sit there and, you know, double tap all the pictures all the way down, you know, I'll like everything. If you're liking things, people might not necessarily notice you. Um, if you follow them, typically they're going to check you out and maybe follow you back if they like what they see. If you're liking it, it might go unnoticed, um, but it's still, it's an easy thing to do. 
commenting. Do not do the copy paste comment or like the little like emoji comment. This drives me nuts. <laughs> People think that this is a valuable way to provide like, to, to I, engage in the community. Like, I, Great yes, post, best pick ever. Amazing. And amazing exclamation point. Amazing dynamite emoji. Like and and you know that it's so generic and you they just copy paste all the way down. Um in the Louis Lavelle podcast he said that uh, sometimes he'll do like, um, or his friends will do like, just a blank white square. Like they'll just post a blank square, and people are like, "Beautiful image, great capture!" Like, like he's like, so it's that's obviously awesome. just that's these, awesome. like, you know. Just now, is is that a bot, or do you think that's actually people doing? I that? don't know. Um, it, it might be automated too, or it might be people copy pasting. But either way, do not do that. You just annoy people. Same thing. Do not send the auto DMs. Do not. If I follow you, I get so many back that are like, you know, thank you for following me. Check out blah, 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 blah. Um, No, you don't need that. You don't like, let's forget it. And people on Instagram aren't like as inclined to like interact back and forth aside from like a comment. Right, like, right. So like there's a, not a ton of interaction. So that's where I wanted to say if you leave a genuine comment, you will get noticed. If you leave something that's actually meaningful and applies to that picture and does not promote yourself, people will be interested. And if you've had some traction with it, and it's 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 funny too, like we started working with um, a couple different companies. One company in, in general, we took a look at what they were doing last year and where their leads were coming from. And it was like, you know, a lot of it's coming from Facebook and Instagram. Double down on that, you know, like, you know, right. like, and then even when people would interact too, like, you know, and said, double down on that. Like you see it's working, go ahead and do that. So if, if it, w- once you start dabbling a little bit and finding, you know, what kind of messages and what kind of, you know, uh, voice you have. Right. No. Well, a lot of it is just, as we say all the time, it's just being a real human, like being genuine. Like if you see. Was that one of our cute R's picture for of management? Be a real human. Uh, well, yeah. Well, what, what was it? The R's of, oh yeah, it was right timing and, and be, a, and be <laughs> oh, a real no. person. Yeah. That was one of them. But so it's so easy. Like if you. See, don't force yourself to comment on every single thing. Then, yeah, that's going to sound canned. But if you see something that really catches your eye, let them know that. Um, You know, maybe provide a little extra. There was, um, I came across a new blogger and she was saying that she was just launching her site. And I noticed, um, you know, her Instagram bio didn't have anything in it. So I was just kind of like, hey, congrats on the new site. You know, um, quick tip, like, you might want to put da 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 in your bio to help, you know, gain some traction. She's like, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. You know, it doesn't take much of my time, but just be helpful in the community. Um, don't try to game the system. There's a little bit, you know, there's those things like, you know, use the 30 hashtags and follow and unfollow to a certain extent. But when you can, you know, when you're typing something and and posting pictures, try to really be genuine about and be, it. And you want to be careful, too, on how you're interacting, too, because if you're like, I don't know, well, bad example, like, let's say you're playing around and just 
commenting on every Instagram model and then all of a sudden you were commenting <laughs> about a car. Can people see that too? Like people see like blah, blah, you blah, followed 20 people or blah, I blah, blah, like, like, like these I don't photos. know how many people actually look at that and, and how quickly like it buzzes by, but like technically. I, I'm, I'm a very high level stalker. So. so technically you could go through and see like recent activity from people for sure. Hmm. Um, so I wanted to mention as well, I don't like timing of posting on Instagram I'm sure varies depending on your industry. However, I have found Can you um, that with the, like with n- app? N- n- there. Uh, I don't. I don't want to recommend anything right now because I'm not sure what violates Instagram's thing. The safest way is just to use Instagram. Okay. There are some things and websites that I have heard of and some services that you can do stuff. Um, but but really, it's so quick, especially if you have a, if you have your keyboard shortcuts, if you know what you want to post. Like, I have um, separate iPhone folders on my iPhone of like se- for separate Instagram accounts, so I know what I want to post. Mm-hmm. So I have it there; it's ready to go. Um, I have found for whatever reason, like between nine and nine thirty a.m. or p.m. both seem to be pretty good times. For all of the accounts, um, especially the 9 p.m. So I could go on at 9 p.m., spend 15 minutes posting to like five different Instagram accounts. And if I'm using my 30 hashtags, I can get a good amount of likes. I can get a good amount of engagement and followers just from that. If I post it other times, like in in the afternoon or, you know, late morning, um, I have seen like engagement like in half hmm. of what I can get if I'm posting it around 9 p.m. So experiment with it for sure. Um, but that's just seems to be what I've found. I think people are just kind of scrolling through late at night, you know, and I feel like even time zone wise, like we're here on the East Coast. So 9 p.m. East Coast, at least that then is like 6 p.m. West Coast. So people are still probably like out of work. And it seems to just kind of catch people. And Instagram's still growing and Twitter's kind of flatlining, correct? Like if you look at not flatlining, but like like plateauing, like it hasn't moved at all. So in terms of. Yeah, well, and Instagram was the first um like Facebook bought them, but let them be a separate entity. So it's kind of interesting that they have a lot of Facebook's resources mm-hmm. and they play well together, which really helps it as well. Um, yeah. Cause more and more, like you'll see like your Facebook friend is on Instagram or right. Right. And also like this person hasn't posted in a while, which I don't see that anywhere else. Like where, where they <laughs> say like, you should check this out. The other thing... All your friends post all the time, so you don't see that. <laughs> I guess not. Um, Instagram, so if you, like, share to Facebook, it shows up, like, as a native picture, which is nice, like, not Does, a link. Do so you recommend t- double downing on that? So whatever goes Instagram goes on Facebook, or do you feel like Instagram should be maybe some more unique content that isn't... It depends. I mean, it depends. So for, for push-pull... Um, I share it to our push pull sales and marketing Facebook page, um, because I'm not always sharing the graphics over there to Facebook. Um, for the parenting site, I have it set up, um, with me, Edgar, where I'm sharing our graphics continually, um, through that to Facebook. So I don't, 
you know, I don't post it over to Facebook. Um, For personal stuff, if I feel like, you know, I want to share it on Facebook, it's just really a case by case thing. Um, But I wanted to say if you share it to Twitter, you can there's like, um, if you use the the if this then that app the IFTTT mm-hmm. um there is a recipe where if you post a picture to Instagram it will post a native Twitter picture to Twitter so instead of saying like your description with a link that takes people to Instagram mm-hmm. it'll have um it'll just have like a Twitter picture there that shows up in the timeline yeah because if it's a link I'm not as inclined to click on it right cool so does that um, cover the do's and don'ts, or do you have a quick well, rundown? I also wanted to touch on, um, I wanted to touch on, like, video a little bit, because there's a couple ways you so can... So it changed. You can you post, can post a, now, right? a minute-long video okay. to Instagram on your timeline. Um, again, this is a case-by-case thing. Um, there are a John Lee Dumas, his Instagram... Um, Account. He's a Dumas. John Lee Dumas. You sure? Yeah, I've listened to his podcast multiple. I mean, I haven't listened in a while, but yeah, I used to listen avidly. Okay. Um, Just give me a hard time. He's the the host of the EO Fire podcast, and um, his Instagram is is Missions. EO Entrepreneurs on Fire. I think what it stands for. Okay. Okay. Um, his Instagram is like all videos. Okay. Um, other people are all pictures. Push pull. We've played around with alternating. You know, a quote and then a video from us. Um, so it really depends. Um, what your audience wants to see, what what does well for you, what you do well with. If you have interesting video content to share. Um, or, you know, what you have time for. Um, you can, I feel like a lot of people are shifting to like, they're doing pictures on their Instagram feed and then they'll do video on Instagram stories. So like Instagram stories is like their Snapchat where they can kind of give like, here's what's going on in my day and just like talk to the camera a little bit. And that will also show like at the very top too, if you look in like, Mm -hmm search so it might be a again there might be a little bit less competition because there's not as yeah. many people doing the same thing with yeah now you can also go live down instagram too no you can that, so that's new as of a couple weeks ago yeah so instagram live you can it does not save it anywhere so once the live stream is done that mm-hmm. content is gone okay it doesn't go to your instagram stories it doesn't stay in your thing for 24 hours it's just gone so if it's on the internet, a lot it's never of gone, a lot of people. Um, I feel like Instagram Live was not as adopted as widely as it would have been because people don't have time to make content that just goes away. Wasn't that Snapchat? Well, no, but Snapchat. You, you can get see to it. see it at least uh, for like twenty four hours. Okay. Like it's just gone. So um, there are some people that are using it, and and one that chat books actually was was using it a lot and they were smart about it because as soon as it was released everybody was getting those notifications like chat books is live now um since it was a new feature they were they were pushing it heavily and chat books what they decided to do was they basically hosted a live talk show on instagram live um 
and I could I imagine that it did pretty well for them because everyone was getting notified about it. It was a new feature. People were curious about it, and it was something um, I guess that they had the capacity to do, or maybe they were were recording at the same time. And shameless plug: Chatbooks is what for people who don't know what Chatbooks is. Oh well. I'm trying to think. I think if you go to momshare.com slash chatbooks, you can read my whole review about it. Um, but, but that's another is, is Instagram that a, feature. So that uh, integrates your Instagram, and you can basically have printed books off your Instagram photos. Right. So, yeah. Never- so chatbooks is um, like my Instagram feed. Once I get to, I think it's 50 or 60, once I get to 60 pictures, I get a notification from Chatbooks that says your your chat book is ready, and I can look, I can edit anything I want, um, but then I get a whole, um, a whole photo book that I didn't have to do anything. It's just because I posted things to Instagram. You can do it with Facebook, you can do it with your camera roll now. And that um, be a bad there's a couple idea to options. You can do that for your business, too, so if, like, in your lobby waiting room, too, if you have, like... Yeah. If you're if you're like an architect or something like that and you like take pictures of that. Well they're I think they're only like when I started they were six dollars. Uh-huh. I think they're eight. Oh my gosh. Now. Oh no, eight dollars. But um if you use the code um Momsha <laughs> M O M S H A, you can get your first book for free. Um yeah, if you sign up for a chat book series. If you're interior designer or something like that, like how cool would that be like if you can show off, you know, some places that you've designed or other stuff yeah. too or just no it's that. just a really easy cheap um way to get really nice photo books so i'm absolutely a huge fan of chat books for sure they were they're not you know official sponsor of this um but i'm a huge fan and i advocate for them all the time but they're what i think they might have been doing because they were basically shooting like a live tv show or like a live, so what, like what, what like talk content? show. What was the content about? They'd have guests on, and they'd talk about chat books, and they'd talk about like these celebrity guests. Okay. But looking back on, it, I think probably what they were doing is they probably had multiple cameras, because I was like, this is a lot of content to just disappear. But they were probably shooting it with a camera for YouTube, and maybe someone's phone was Facebook Live, and then someone else's phone was Instagram Live. Yeah, I've seen a lot of a lot of people do that. Like, so if you're gonna down. do it, like, and you have multiple devices, then yeah, if you're gonna put out content, um, and you're not capturing it at the same time, and it's just gonna disappear as soon as you click end, that that's tough. It's a tough sell. The other thing I wanted to touch on really quickly is um, your overall profile, your overall page. It needs to look consistent. It needs to look nice. Um, You need to have a a common, you know, color scheme or theme to it um, if you want, because a lot of people, you know, if they like one picture, they click over to your profile and they look how it all looks together. And um, that's how they're determining whether to follow you or not. Frequency. How important is that? Frequency. Um, the algorithms changed in the, the recent past, um, which really, really changed things. Because before, since it was just time sensitive... People were posting a lot, and you needed to to stay top of mind. Now, it's turned into Facebook a little bit more, where, like, if my post 
is doing well and gaining traction, I will continue to get likes and follows from a single image um, 24, 48, even, you know, weeks later, it'll continue to trickle in. Um, so you don't have to post as often. It really depends on your thing. Um, but you don't have to feel like you have to post three times a day. Uh, I would say once a day, three times a week. You know, it's totally up to you. Post as much or as little as you want. It's not as huge of a deal right now. That's good because I post on my Instagram like three times a year. Well, three times a year is not as helpful. Um, oh, and I did mention that real quick too, but pay attention to your bio. Um, that's something that you can change, something, you know, that, that catches people's eye. Um, and feel free to change that and your link depending on on what's going on and what you're promoting or what you're excited about at that point um but that was a lot of instagram info do you think i covered i think so i think and then we've, we've covered another podcast too where we talk about two main things in sales or in marketing you want to figure out where you want to play which you covered that you know in terms mm-hmm. of hashtags and you can redo your research and see where that is and yeah and again find things that are similar or competitor or you know other pages and yeah. Find those people. And then you also talked about the actual strategies in terms of how to win on Instagram too and also how to measure that and how to measure those expectations to be like, look, right. don't don't look for that hundred percent right. conversion too, because people right. say like, Well, yeah, I'm posting Instagram three times a day, but like mm-hmm. traffic that's coming directly from Instagram isn't there. And you also I mean you, you have to consider too, how many people see the Instagram, think about it, and then later on I'm just gonna go on Google. You know, I'm just gonna type in whatever yeah. name too. Like Yeah, I do like, that a lot too. Or like a, like a you know like for like a product like like the, like those those like those like monthly box things you see that on Instagram right. a lot too and I'm well, not and click people on people need thing. a lot of touches before they take any action too and I mean Instagram is is free it's getting harder and harder for page content to be seen on Facebook mm-hmm. so far Instagram does not differentiate between personal and business accounts as far as I know in the algorithm you can as of, as set of your recording. Instagram yeah you can set your Instagram up as a business account and connect it to your Facebook business page and you get analytics and you you can run ads oh, you, and okay. you can you can set contact info. How about so there's some benefits to it. As far as I know, they are not um, they're not harming you for having a business page, which is kind of a huge deal. So you have if you post a picture that people like, it's it'll it'll gain traction just as if a personal page as would opposed do it. when you go on facebook as a business and you'll see like your if, organic reach is 20 right. unless you pay then it'll be right 2020 right yeah so organic reach from a facebook business page is is rough um the other thing too like i'm not as used to seeing instagram ads anyway so maybe that would be a good idea to, yeah there's if you not as to many kind of play around with that too like facebook ads i kind of see all the time i'm kind of sick of it and then same thing for like youtube ads which we can cover that in a whole other Okay. Yeah. So I I, I I think think Instagram ads, um, that's kind of an extension of it for sure. If you want to pay to play, um, I feel like you should definitely play around with it. It's not something I've done enough that I feel like I have a good grasp on it. I feel like I'd want to do a lot of, you know, A-B testing as far as images and um, descriptions, but I feel like... um, you know, like you said, they're not as common there. And I feel like they do a good job targeting or at least like 
the Instagram the ads that I see, I click a lot of the time. I was gonna, I was, I was shamefully gonna admit that. Like I, they, they're really catered to me. So I don't know how much of that is on Instagram's part and how much of that is on the companies doing a really good job targeting. Um, but I've, I've bought more from Instagram ads than in the last year than I've bought from any other sort of ad, uh, maybe ever. Do I need to cut you off? (laughs) All right. I shouldn't say buy. I should say click. I've clicked through and like browsed. We could talk about this offline. (laughs) (laughs) Check the credit card statements. I haven't bought it. Um, Okay. But yeah, um, and as always, if you have any questions, um, you can always reach out to us. Um, our Instagram is at sales, and our Twitter is at sales as well. Or you can email us sales at gmail.com. But I think that wraps things up for the week. Um, thank you to bensound.com for our intro and outro music. And thanks to you guys for listening. You can tune in next time where we'll tackle another topic. Um, you can view show notes and resources, like we said, at pushpullsales.com, a whole list of books there and all of that, and find us on social media. Cool. Mm-hmm. And other than that, we'll talk to you later. See ya. See ya.